Hey, uh, I'm so excited to be here today giving you guys the word, bringing the word this morning. My name, if you don't know me, um, where have you been? Just kidding. Uh, but my name is Isaiah Board. I'm the student ministries pastor here at Calvary. And so I have an awesome job. Uh, it's, it's really a privilege to lead our young people into a pa passionate relationship with Jesus Christ. And so um, I get to do what I get to do. Uh, it's not a burden on me. I, I love what I do. And so uh, I'm excited though this morning. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. So I got one ground rule and that's this. You have to help me preach this morning. Okay. So, so you can say whatever you want. You can say preach boy. You can say um, amen. You can say hallelujah. Whatever you want to say, you can say that and you won't scare me. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, and it's going to be a good time. Amen. Ooh, I like it. Awesome. Hey, we've been in this series entitled All In. It's been great. Go ahead and turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 4, verse 32. As you're going there, I'll just kind of recap what we've been talking about. All In, that's the sermon series that, that we've been going into, and, and it's been awesome. Uh, we've been able to hear from our different pastors and, and, and leaders here, and um, just what an incredible word that, that they've been just depositing into us. And so, if you haven't watched that or if you haven't seen any of the messages, they are available online. And so um, definitely take time to do that. Um, that'd be awesome uh, and catch you up. And just really some good words of, of wisdom and, and God's word going forth. So um, do that. But I get to close this thing out this morning uh, and speak from God's word. So I'm super, super excited about it. Are you there? If you're there, say, I'm there. If you're not there, say, hold up. Oh, everybody's there. Cool. That's how we do it at Unite on Wednesdays nights. Okay, the Bible says this. And it's on the screens too if you don't have a Bible. But it says, all of the believers were in one heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. Somebody say everything. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and bought, uh, brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept it for yourself? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You've not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died, and great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then... Some young men came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, 
That is the price. Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who bared your husband are at the door and they will carry you out also. And at that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young man came in and finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. For the next couple moments today, I want to talk to you from this subject, no holding back. Can you say that with me? No holding back. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you that it is your word that gives us illumination. God, it, it lights our life up. God, it's your word that tells us how to live and what to do, what not to do. So as we consider that, pray that your voice is way louder than mine. And we walked out of here changed and just a little bit more like you. We love you so much. We expect great things from you. In Jesus' name we said, amen. amen. So we live in a world where there are certain principles that we know work. Uh, we live in a world where um, there are certain things that we know, they just, they just work. Certain principles we, we know that they just work. Um, and one of those principles is this. What I get is most oftentimes tied to what I give. Okay, so, so what, I, what I get, there's a relationship between that and, and what I give. And so uh, that, that is true in our life. And, and the Bible says this, the Bible says, what a man sows, he reaps. Is that true? It says what a man sows, he reaps. And so um, basically, you get out what you put in. Okay, so for example, if I go to the bank and I put in $10,000, uh, I can't expect $20,000 because I didn't put in $20,000. I put in $10,000. And so um, I, I can only withdraw from that which I've already put in. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so this principle is at work. Famous athlete said this. He said that the game always gives back to those that are true to the game. In other words, he's mastered the principle of when I give myself over to something all the way, completely, totally, then I can expect a good result because I've, I've put in the work. And so we, we understand this. Athletes all across the world, they're able to live uh, a lavish lifestyle. They're able to do certain things that you and I maybe can't do. Why? Because they've mastered the art of giving themselves fully to something and then they, they reap the benefits. So talk to you just for a few moments about some of the things that we, that we, that we put in. One of those things is, is, is time. Everybody say time. Everybody look at your, at your wrist as if there was a watch, as if there, my, I don't have one, but, but time, right? It's something that we can't get more of. Uh, we have to, we have to deal with what we got. We have to make the most of that, but it's time right? Uh, in our relationships, right? Um, you can't really have a great relationship with someone if you don't uh, spend, you got it, time. You got to spend time with them, right? We, we know if you're pursuing a, a bachelor's degree or, or any degree, we know that you have to take the right credit hours, right? And you have to pass those credit hours. And then in a certain amount of, certain amount of time, you get the degree. Because time, we put that in, we, we just do, we just do. An hourly employee will put in, why? Because they know what they get back uh, is tied to the, that they put in. You guys are so good. Another thing that we, that we put in is 
put in effort. We put in effort. Effort is, is a vigorous or um, a determined attempt at something. And so we, 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 we put in effort to things. Have you ever put in effort to something? You put in effort, you said, man, I'm going after this thing, I'm gonna get this thing, and, and you've done that, and so, uh, and, and that's it. I mean, you just, you just put in effort. You know that if you put in the effort, good results can follow. Is that true? You know, if you put it in, okay, I can expect something good, or, or at least I put myself in position to get that. And so, uh, effort, we, we put that in. We also put in energy. Um, there are certain things in our life that, that we put in. I mean, we, we just put in the energy because we, we want to see something done. Even when we're tired, we'll do Have you ever done something when you were tired? Oh, that's all of us. Because we know if we put in some energy, man, we'll, we'll get it. Last thing that we put in is, is emotion. You know, there are a lot of things in our life that move us to the core so much so that, that man, we, we got to do something about it. We got to do something about it. And so there's, 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 there's something that, that, that we have to do. It moves us to the place where we say, man, I, I got to get in on this thing. And, and if I can do that, man, I, I'm good to go. And so, and we do that. We put in our emotion. Have you ever cried over somebody or something? Right? Because, man, there's an emotion, but, but man, you're, you're tied to that thing. And so if this principle is true, that what I get is tied to what I put in, then I think it's fair to say that we should give all. In fact, I'll say it this way this morning, if you had to reduce everything I said and everything I'm going to say into one sentence, it would be this, all in means no holding back. Amen. Amen. To be all in, it means to not hold back. You might want to write that down. And so we keep going. We, we go right to the scriptures. Look down at your Bibles with me. Bible talks um, in, in great detail here in, in, in Acts chapter 4. Talks about this. It talks about um, in verse 32 of 4. If you look there, it, it says that, that they were in one in heart, one in mind. So the early days of the church, this was it. This is the early days of the church. Everything was going well, um, um, and, and they're one heart, one mind. Bible tells us that nobody said, hey, this is mine, and, and this is, is yours. I mean, they were sharing with one another. I mean, it was great. It was awesome. And they had this, they, they had this, this dynamic going on. And, and so it, it was a real cool vibe. And, and then we meet Ananias and Sapphira, and, and they, they kind of mess things up a little bit. They plot together um, to, to deceive uh, the apostles, to deceive those around them. It's a beautiful thing when a husband and wife get together and do things for the Lord, isn't it? But what a dangerous thing it is when they plot and they go against the Lord. And so that's where we picked up the story. We, we read about what they did, their, their plot, their deception. And so that's where we picked it up. Next few moments, I want to talk to you and I want to explore this subject of no holding back. Can you say that with me? No holding back. I believe that if we're going to be what God's called us to be, if we're going to do what God's called us to do, if we're going to become who God's called us to become, we can't hold back. So what kind of brings everything together? I mean, we, we just got to do it. We just got to get in and, and do it. I love being a youth pastor here. Um, there's so many things I'm learning. All my Unite people are over here. What up? Love you guys. It's my people. Mi gente. Uh, but, but those guys are awesome. And, and so I'm learning a lot, right? 
um, from, from, the, from the pastors on staff here, from those students, uh, from the leaders. I'm learning a lot. There's so much about this culture and so much about uh, the, the students and, and things like that that I never knew. Like, they do things that I would never think to do. Like, really? You could do that? Oh, okay, cool. Like, it's just changed. Times have changed. And I'm only 26. Um, so times have changed, but, but uh, I'm learning so much from these guys. And, and everyone, just wave over there at those guys. Just wave. Um, those, are, those are my people right there, my youth students. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, not just about them, but, but other, um, other uh, students and other young people, is, is they have certain slang. And I love, I love learning like, what the new slang is and like, what they say. Um, and, and, and here's a term I want to give you, a word I want to give you um, that will just bring you into, into their life and, and how they operate. Not all students do this, but some of them do. And they'll say this. They'll say, facts. They're laughing because they know it's true. Facts. F-A-C-T-S. And so what they will say is sometimes you'll make a statement and you might hear a young person say, facts. And you know what that means? It means that I agree with you. It means that what you just said was true. And so I just want you guys to know, so if you hear a young person saying that, you're kind of in the loop. But um, that, that's what they do. And so I actually want to bring you into this. Let, let, let's try this. Um, I'm going to give you a statement, okay? Are you ready for some audience participation here? Okay, I'm going to give you a statement, right? Uh, and then you're going to respond with facts, okay? Are you ready? Here we go. Orlando is an awesome city. Ooh, I like it. So you just said to me in, in young kid slang that I agree with that. That's true. All right, let me give you another one. This one's good. You ready? Bacon is from the Lord. Yes. Bacon is from the Lord. You know, my wife is the only person I know that doesn't like the smell or taste of bacon. Uh, and, and, but, but I'm thankful that you guys like bacon. Um, and so let me give you one more. I promise this is the last one. You ready for this? LeBron James is the best player ever. Hey! For those of you that didn't say facts, you were supposed to, but it's cool. It's, it's, it, it's all right. I'll just, I'll just keep going. Amen. I knew I'd cause a stir. Hey, still love me. Still give me a, a, a hug after service. Listen, this morning for the rest of the time, I want to talk to all of us about three facts about living all in, no holding back. Ready? Fact number one, write this down, jot this in a notepad or something like that. No holding back helps others. No holding back helps others. You see, we read in, in, in um, Acts 4, let's read in verse 33. Can you go there with me in your Bibles? With great power, the apostles uh, continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that they were, there were no needy persons among them. From time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, put them at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to everyone or to anyone who had need. And so when the prophet was given, God's grace was upon them, and thus the need was met. Let me say it this way. Others need you to not hold back. If we're going to live this life that's all in, you need to understand that others need you to not hold back. You see, in the scripture that we read, the needs were met because somebody sold something and gave all their profits and then that was taken and distributed. So therefore, there were needs that needed to be met and they were met because somebody gave all. Okay, let's drop it down like this. 
There's a need that somebody's probably, uh, that ha they have, and you have the answer. There's a need um, that, that you probably have the answer for, but you need to be all in and not hold back because it helps others. You get what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people right now are praying uh, for something. They're praying and, and saying, Lord, I need this. And you could possibly be the key to that. Amen. You could be the key to that. Uh, I wonder what would happen if we said to ourselves, you know, uh, I'm going to go all in, God, no holding back. I'm going to go all in, uh, no holding back, and, and I'm going to watch what you do. Uh, because when we give all, then God is able to do what he only can do. Amen. Uh, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Amen. And when we give all, therefore, God can do the rest and he can meet the needs of other people. Amen. Facts. Hey, I like it. God's able to do that, but he, we have to understand that, that all in entails, it, it helps other people. I wonder what would happen in your life if you said, God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, no holding back. I wonder what need you would see met in your life. Man, I, I wonder, even as a church, even as a church, I wonder what, what needs could be met in our great city that we have the answers to right here. We just got to not hold back. Amen. Amen. I wonder what this city would look like if we said, hey, us, we don't know about that church. We don't know about that church. But as for us, we're not going to hold back. And God, you do what you do best. I wonder what would happen here. Man, I know that God would pour a favor and a grace on us. And we would see this city do amazing things because of what God's doing. But it takes people that said, I'm all in, no holding back. Can you say amen? I think that God is trying to call us to that type of level. But we have to understand all in, it helps others. It helps others. So what needs in your life could be met? What needs in the world that you live in could be met if you said, I'm going all in, no holding back? After all, you know, life isn't meant to be just for you. Uh, I love you. I care about you. But, but really, it's about others. I love this scripture because it talks about when somebody had something, they had a resource, they gave it all, and that was used to touch somebody else. Can you say amen? Amen. Fact two is this, no holding back requires honesty. No holding back requires honesty. Let's read this, um, Acts 5, uh, 1 and 2, it talks about, let's just read verse 2, with his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the disciples' feet. You see, their sin was professing to give all while only giving some. And so we have to realize that no holding back, it helps others, but it requires honesty. Like, you can't just say, like, I'm all in and then still just have a part back. And a lot of us do that. I do it myself. And, and, and so as much as I'm preaching here, I'm preaching to myself uh, in our life, man, what areas am I holding back? We have to ask ourselves, am I really all in? I think you have to pause from life sometimes, take inventory, and you have to say to yourself, am I really all in? Like, am I really committed to this all in life? Am I really committed to what God's calling me to do? We have to do that because it's easy to fool ourselves, isn't it? It's very easy to talk yourself in or out of something. 
we're the best at it because we know us the best and, and we know uh, how to do that. But, you know, what we have to do is we have to recognize that it requires total honesty. And, and they weren't honest about what they had. They had some back. And we have to ask ourselves, who am I fooling? Like, who in my world am I trying to fool by thinking I'm all in, but I'm really not? And we have to figure that out, and we have, to, we have to nail that area in our life so that we can be totally all in. Can you say amen? So we have to see if we're trying to fool someone. We have to ask ourselves the question, am I looking for somebody's approval? Whose approval am I trying to seek so much that I would hold back apart from God and I would only give him a part of me? Like, who's that important? And we have to ask ourselves that question, and it requires total honesty. I know it's hard, and I know that, that things happen, but we have to recognize that being all in, is, it is going to cost us. Uh, we, it is going to cost us, and, and that's part of it, but, but it's a good cost, but, but it's going to cost you. Like, like it's going to cost you something. Like, man, you, you can't go extreme couponing with the life that God's given you. Like, you can't just say, God, I, I, have a, I have a 15% off, so I'll give you 85 and I'll keep 15. We can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and we do that all the time, but, but, but we can't do that. You know, um, God calls us to sign the contract on his time, to sign the deal on his terms and not our own. Like, we can't make deals with God. Oh, God, but if, if you do this, I'll do this. You have to accept it on his terms, and so it requires total honesty. Do you understand what I'm saying, church? This is what all in entails, if we're going to not hold back. You see, you can't just be in a pool and not be wet. You're either in the pool and you're wet, or you're out the pool. One of the two. And so, therefore, you, you got to be all in or you got to be all out. You got to pick which one, and the time for tiptoeing the line is not now. We live in a city that needs people that will say, number one, I'm all in because I want to help somebody else. Number two, I'm going to be all in and, and I'm going to be honest about it. And here's fact number three. This is just a fact for you. Are you getting something out of this this morning? Amen. No holding back is a matter of the heart. It begins at the heart. It really, it really does. He says this. Uh, I want to read this verse, chapter, uh, verse 3 of, of chapter 5 in Acts. How is it, Ananias, that Satan has so filled your heart that you've lied to the Holy Spirit? And this word here, to fill, literally means uh, to fill up. It literally means to, if you had a net and you crammed a bunch of stuff in it, that's what it means. And so he's asking him, he's like, dude, like, who has... Who has crammed up your heart so much so that you were willing to lie? Like, that's crazy. But it's a question that had to be asked. Who, who's filling up your heart today? Who has your heart today? Who, who has that tug of your time and your emotion and your effort and, and, and your will and these things? Who has that? Is it, is it God or is it somebody else's approval or is it... Uh, man, I'm scared because of somebody, you know, they might think something of me. And, and what is that? Pastor Aaron preached a, a great message and it talked about, you know, what if I go all in and it doesn't quite work out? But that's where it just becomes a heart issue. Like we, we just have to get to the point where, man, God, you have my heart, you have my all, and you're the only one. Like nobody else has my heart, God, but, but you. Can you say amen? 
So I, I wonder about that. I'm not submitting to us today that we have to live a life that's solely works-based. That's not what I'm doing, but I am trying to submit to us today that the life that God calls us to is it's a, it's a heartfelt life, but our actions got to follow that. It's a heart. It starts here in the control center of who we are, and our actions have to follow that. So if, if we're going to be all in, no holding back, let's remember it, it helps other people, requires honesty, and it's really a matter of our heart. So I'd ask you this today. How's your heart? Like, how's your heart today? Like, where are you at? Where could you have an honest conversation with God and say, you know what, God, I actually need you to touch this part of my heart. I may need heart surgery in this area or this area, God. Like, like ask ourselves that, that, that real life question. Where are you? Uh, where do you want to be? And, and, and God, help me to do that. Does this make sense to you, church? Man, it's a, it's a matter of our heart. I'll call the band forward at this time. And I love what I'm, I'm seeing in this. And listen, there's so much more to, to, to this text. Uh, I'm just trying to encourage you this morning. You know, I'm trying to give you that shot of, of energy in your arm that, that says, man, I'm going all in. And, and I'm not holding back. And, and I recognize along the way I'm going to help some people. And man, that's enough for me. And, and, and I want to do that. Uh, and, and I want some people today to say, man, I'm going to be honest with God. I'm not just going to play games with this thing and, and just be kind of here. I'm not just going to toe the line. No, I'm going to be all in. I'm jumping in. You understand me? And, and I want people today to say, you know what, God, work on my heart because it's a hard issue and work on that. Because this is big. This is what really ties everything together, being people who are all in. One of the biggest examples in my life of, of somebody who's went all in is my parents. For those of you that don't know, uh, my parents that I have are not my birth parents. I was adopted at a very young age, and, and I have no doubt in my mind it was all of God's hand. I'll never take credit for that. I am where I am because of God. Amen. But I do know God used two people to say we're all in. He used two people's hearts to say we're all in. They adopted four children, of which I'm one of them. They went all in and they said, all right, let's do this. So I stand before you today, not because I'm so cool, but because two people said, I'm going all in. So I ask you today, will you go all in? Will you say, you know, I'm here and, and, and no holding back. Pastor Isaiah, I hear you loud and clear, no holding back. Can I tell you that Jesus said the same thing for you and I on the cross? He didn't leave some. Oh no, he gave all. He gave all. And he deserves all we got. Amen. He deserves all that we got. So today, will you be all in? Will you go after what God's calling you to? Please don't hold back. I know it's scary. I know it could be a little rough. I know that it might take you through the fire as Pastor Main talked about. And I know it might do that, but ultimately, it's what God wants. He wants people that say, man, I'm going all in, no holding back. God, use me, do something in me, and we'll stand back and give him the credit. 
thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed by the ministry of Calvary Orlando. We invite you to join us in person at Calvary Orlando for one of our Sunday morning worship experiences each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. To find out more about Calvary, please visit our website at calvaryorlando.org. Here you can find our latest events and ministry opportunities. Thanks for listening and God bless.